Hello. Um, today we are going to talk about self-worth. And uh, the title of this episode is Self-Worth, uh, a Major Key to Life. Um, when we, we will speak about self-worth and, and other synonyms are self-esteem or self-love. And we will look at what limit us of really giving us self-worth. And in there, we have like two major limitations. The first, I would say, is the, the, the feelings of the child in us, the, the dependency feelings, the needs we still have, which are open from a long, long time ago, but which we still feel in relationships and in, in, in work situations where, where the child in us is, is waiting for, for admiration, for applause, for love, for everything. And the other one is like, I would call it the mechanism of control we have, like the, the, the resistance also towards uh, change, towards new things, and all the ways we have developed also as a child to control the situation, to be in a way in power or to not get powerless. And I would say those two, those two are, of course, limiting self-worth, and if we have a lack of self-worth, those two mechanisms will be really, really strong in us and will, in a way, uh, limit life in us, uh, limit surrendering to everything which is, which is happening in our life. So, we are um, Bart Koning, uh, Lorena Pulido, Job Hulsov, uh, Juliette Renfrank. Uh, we are Rees in English. And this is episode 23 of our podcast, Flashlights in the Dark. Welcome. Um, Self-worth for me is kind of, I will do the introduction and then my three colleagues will, will, will come with comments or will add some things. Uh, but first I will, I will start. Um, Self-worth is a really, really, really dear um, subject for me. Why? Because it's so, so fucking difficult. It's like, even if we go to therapy, we try to, to learn about ourselves, we do all our best. I think that the, the most difficult thing is really to reach a sort of a self-love or self-esteem or self-worth, which is independent of the reactions of our environment, of the reactions of our partner, of the, of the quantity of applause of success we have. Uh, and it's kind of fascinating why that is so difficult in a way. Uh, what we learn quite quickly as an adult, if we're going to life, it's what I should call conditional self-worth. That means that self-worth I get if I have, if, if, I, if I do something and then people applause, or if I do something and then I like what I do, or if I find love, then people can feel a certain self-worth. So as young adults, we step into life. And of course, our, our, that conditional self-worth is growing. Yeah, people, they're afraid they will not find a partner. And then suddenly they fall in love and the partner is there. And then suddenly they feel like, like they, are, they are a better person. They, are more, they have more worth. But of course, it's because they found a partner. The same thing with, with, with work. Uh, some people are insecure and they think, oh my God, will I find my way? And then suddenly they, they 
well, they find a job and in that job they earn a salary and sometimes the boss is happy. And so they are like, oh my God, I'm able to do more than I thought I was. So, so self-worth is like then growing, but it's what I call the conditional self-worth. It still is dependent like from the other. So it's still like the, 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 um, the child in me who looks to the outside, how, how much admiration is there, how much applause, how much, how much love. So it's the child which feels empty and it looks outside for love. And if it is successful, I think, okay, 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 I do fine. Yeah, I do fine. But, well, that, that's why we have midlife crisis for, I think. Uh, so th this kind of movements at a certain moment in life, th there is a crisis. There is a crisis. And that is, I think, the real challenge for, for, for self-worth. The real self challenge for self-worth is not when you're successful or when things go good or when you go with the flow and, you know, everybody smiles at you. And the real test for self-worth is as, well, things are not going the way you would like them to be. You, you, your heart is broken or suddenly in the company where you work, you, you, are, you are put at the door without you knowing anything or, or people betray you or, or yeah, you have those, 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 those terrible, I would say, like movements of life where suddenly you are put in that position where you feel powerless and where you enter in a, in, I would say in a pain situation. And on those moments, the real test is, okay, okay, okay. How much self-worth do I have, real self-worth, to, to support myself in this, to not doubt on my, on my profound movement, not doubt on, on who I am really, and not taking like the guilt on me for what is not working or for this awful movement. Yeah, because it is, of course, it's not about denying that something is hurtful for you, but is of giving yourself worth in the fact that you can find a solution or you can find a movement, or at least you can keep trust in yourself that, well, other movements will come, that there will come more life, that this is part of life and li that life isn't against you. And on those moments where really life, I would say, hits you through or another person you trusted or through a situation you thought you had under control, that, that, that's again the same thing, you, you thought you had it under control. On those, uh, on those moments you see, I would say, the real self-worth of a person. And I must admit in generally that is quite low. That is quite uh, that is that is quite difficult uh, <clears throat> because it's exactly when people go in a certain situation of pain that they become really severe with themselves, that they really judge themselves as well, or that that they feel guilty. So that a lot, a lot, a lot of of that they have difficulty to really dealing with the child in them, which of course is not happy because of what happens. So um, an, an image I like about this is, is the image where we have exactly, as children of our parents, where we have exactly, I would say, the same amount of self-worth. And, and we talk about this type of self-worth, the, the unconditional self-worth, not a conditional one, as our parents. 
you could say where, where you could ask all the listeners could ask themselves like my mother okay how much self-worth has she self-worth that is not dependent on <clears throat> what she receives in a relationship that is not dependent on the amount of admiration of the amount of success or the amount of applause she gets from from my friends from her children from my work but that is really unconditional and well then I think most of us must admit that it's not that much. And another belief or another, another way of seeing it is that in a relationship, we attract people with the same self-worth, like the self-worth or the lack of self-worth is a little bit what we recognize in each other and what attracts. And of course, that other partner, that partner of mine, he will or she will deal with this lack of of self-worth on a totally opposite way that I did. And that's the attraction of the opposite. And that's the opposites attracts. That's why that's because my partner might deep down have the same anxiety, the same uh, uh, lack of self-worth and lack of self-worth always creates anxiety because if I'm not feeling worthy, how can I deal with life? How can I surrender? How can I go with the flow if I have this image I'm, 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 I'm not worthy, I'm, I'm not up to it. So the recognition is the same, that same deep fear. But then what is attractive is that, oh my God, that guy or that girl, she, she makes all kinds of different movements with the same. And that is the opposite. <clears throat> so I think as children of our parents, and I mean, even if we are adults, we are children of our parents, that's our starting point. The self-worth of our, our parents, whatever we do. And then we can go into that very, very, very deep process of really, really unconditionally start to, to step by step loving ourselves, finding esteem, finding worth, not because of the outside, but because of the inside and, and <clears throat> letting ourselves free. And I think, uh, well, th there is a, um, the more self-worth, real self-worth one has, the more easy it becomes to surrender to the movements of life. It's, it's about the less control we need um, and, and the less dependent we will feel, dependent of, well, maybe toxic relationship or, or independence of uh, some, the approval of somebody or the, the success. Yeah. Um, and while people, at a certain point in their life, I think they sometimes don't realize how dependent they are. I would think some of that dependency is only a dependency of alcohol or, or, and we have some idea of toxic relationships, but I think in general, we are far more dependent than we realize. A lot of people stay dependent of the approval of their parents. They, they keep on waiting and waiting and do all kinds of crazy things because they, there is a, a little part that hopes that one day, they will see me one day they will understand me one day they will say oh my god you did it well we love you so much and and uh, so I, I think our dependency and from there the control about life the difficulty we have to deal with sometimes the sun shines and sometimes it rains and sometimes i have everything i want and sometimes i have nothing like uh, the way i would say life plays a little bit with us um <clears throat> that that 
that surrendering capacity is really is really important. And maybe we don't have a clear image what surrendering means. I'm, I'm, well, I learned the most. I, I, I think maybe less than 10 years ago, I, I learned horse riding. Yeah. And uh, well, I, I, I thought it would be easy. Like, you know, like, well, let's, let's do it. Uh, but it was so difficult. You know, it was so so difficult because because what I, what I learned, what I saw, is that you have to do both at the same time. The horse, if you if you are too much in control, he's like he throws you. You know, like he doesn't like it. But at the same time, if you don't give direction, he will go anywhere with you. So horse riding is about at the same time, like keeping really clear where you want to go and surrender to the movement of the of the horse. For me, that has been one of the most beautiful images of, of how I want to ride life, you know, how, how life, well, how life can be ridden in a way like life has that enormous movements and I have to surrender to those movements. But I need to have really, really my focus, my direction clear. If not, life will throw me, you know, everywhere. So it's kind of and the, the, that double, those double, that double movement, is uh, is difficult because I, I hear all around all around me a lot about going with the flow and we go with the flow, but okay, going with the flow is nice, but if you if you don't know where you go, then you become in situations where you don't want to be, and then, well, we we get into that into those mechanisms of control of resistance. So it isn't that easy then you say go with the flow. Most of the people that they, they fall alternatively in go with the flow and then I'm in that resistance and I want control and then I try going with the flow. So well uh, it, it, it's 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 a uh, on on that level it's a uh, I will I would say it's it's a journey but um uh, self for it for me is the the major key in life to to learn to learn how to live how to deal with with well with with the fact that life can't be predicted that life we don't never know what happened we never know how long it will last and and all the events that that happen and although we we need a certain a certain direction we need uh well we and 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 the most beautiful direction i found is okay 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 uh, let's let's learn yeah let's learn and what 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 am i learning about well i learn about how to find self-worth in myself which is independent of of the outside but which allows me to really give what i have to the world yeah it's not that i'm totally on my own uh, well, we we contribute, and in that contribution, to find the freedom there, that's that that has a, a lot to do with uh, with self worth. And well, I will I will now close and listen to what my colleagues have to say about it. But I think this is probably the way I feel it. The the most uh, important thing, like reconstructive, can can offer people. It, it is this deep process. And I, I really believe that other methods not only reach, don't reach that profound level, that profound level of of, uh, of a way to find something in yourself which can liberate that the development of really self-worth from within, from within, not from the outside. And 
uh, well, it's a, it's a journey, uh, but it's worthwhile. Uh, so, uh, well, thank you. This was my introduction. And now I'm really looking forward to what uh, my colleagues have to add about it uh, or would like to comment on this. And the first one I will ask is uh, Job. Mm. Yes, thank you, Bart. Um, the first thing I wanted to say is like, how amazing that with a new word, a word like self-worth, we really can look at our work from a new angle, which I think is always what you want to do. It's a new perspective, new angle. So the first time you, you introduced this word, I was really like confused. And I think, oh yeah, that's the process that we want because it's, we look at something from a new angle and then it's like, huh? I don't, I don't get it. So that's the first thing that I like to say. I like this, this worth, and I like the way how we can look at our, our way of, of our vision of, of healing and, and, and stuff like that. Um, the other thing, what I was thinking, listening to you was like, uh, the self-worth is also something that if people come to us, to the coaching or the workshops, it's like if they are in like a they're like in a paradox because in one way they are longing for more self-worth and at the same time they sabotage themselves all the time to to let it grow so that's something like okay yeah, yeah because we, we all we all want it but it's um i think maybe in uh, I wrote down the word self-betrayal because I think we betray ourselves a lot to, to, to take actions from the adult mm. part or to take actions that we, that we believe in that mm. it's the right thing to do instead of we take the action because we hope mm. that the others will be okay with us. Mm. And I think in that recognition of when do I betray myself and how can I try to figure out how I do that and how I can um, uh, try the opposite. That, that's, that's a way of how, how the self-growth, the self-worth can grow. Um, another thing is that I also think that um, uh, it's not easy to recognize when it's growing. Um, it's like uh, because sometimes you you see people after the sessions or the workshop and they they do things differently. So in a way, you could say like their self worth has grown because they speak more easily or they take more actions. They they are like surprised when they tell you like, oh yeah yeah that that's what I do differently uh, now. And I think so. Yeah, it's also the the. Uh, you have to focus on to to see how is my self-worth and maybe the self-worth is also like you can't compare it with someone else but all, only met with yourself like half a year ago or how you was like a few weeks ago hmm. so that's um, another hey. thing what I think about oh. self-worth yeah no, no, I, I thought you were, I, I thought you were no, <laughs> finished. No, I, the, the, the last one I, I noticed is that um, uh, sometimes people have it found, oh yeah, it's I have it a little bit, I have it a little bit, and then sometimes they think it's all gone, like poof, 
and the whole self-worth is, is, is gone. And I'm not, I haven't puzzled out what it is or what it comes from, but I, I, I think it, it, it just happens. And then um, it's, uh, I think when you said like, it's important about the direction, you know, like you said something about focus and direction. And I think when you have the feeling like, oof, the, the, all my self-worth is, is gone you feel low or you doubt yourself or you think everything is wrong i think the one of the things that's important is like what do i want where what's the direction i want to go because i feel lost i think when when the self-worth is gone i feel uh, lost and then um okay i hear the bell ring so yeah. uh, okay thank you um yeah, maybe what I would like to add is uh, simply that the, the, um, the, the child does everything to get power and, and it's all about power and it gives the power away and then wants to get it back. And uh, well, even if we, if we receive like a new method or, you know, we learn something it, we, we immediately translate it in power because the child is so powerless, feels so powerless and, and translates everything in that. So to really find a direction where you just contribute and, and, and stay out of it, it, I think it's really profound. I think it's really, really, really profound. And, but it's okay, you know, we have a long life there ahead to, to try things out and to see and 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 all kinds of things will happen but uh yeah it's it's uh it's uh yeah it's it's uh, that's why we have all i think all those different movements in life you know a little bit like a test a little bit like a test and and then in that test you see like something is growing something is growing like real 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 underneath and um well that's uh yeah that, that that's it but but understand about power also about the power you get you gave away to your parents and you give to your partner and then your ways of taking it back jesus christ that is profound <laughs> i think it's the only way sort of an honesty on that level you know like I'm, I'm honest come on i give it away because i can't believe in myself and i take it back because of the same reason and oh my god what a mess and again and again and again you know and again and again and again until i see it and I will repeat it until I see it more and more. That's kind of, uh, yeah, that's kind of. So thank you, Job. And now we are going to Juliette. Hi, Juliette. Hi, Bart. Thank you. Really um, got struck also by this topic. The first time you talked about, I could feel it. And I, like Job, I didn't understand it really. So in the preparation for the for this podcast i um well i thought a little bit about it and tried to translate it to my daily life so what is self-worth in my life and i think it also has to do what i notice is that it's like an internal conversation with myself as well um and if i look back like when I first did a reconstructive workshop, maybe like, uh, what is it, five years ago, six years ago, um, I, I noticed that I was really in the limbo because I, when you talked about horse riding, like keeping course on the horse, um, I recognize that now, but at that moment I was kind of lost 
you know, it's like in the limbo. I didn't know where to go. I was just, my life was chaotic. And, and I thought that was freedom and that was life. <clears throat> but then later I understood that, for example, structure, uh, uh, discipline, uh, constancy uh, really could help me to, to, um, to launch a project of mine, for example, to, to be more, to give myself priority. I needed some more structure and more, more discipline, but that was so new for me that I can only see it now that how this helped me to. So if I look to that and I translate selfer to that, I think I, I learned to, to not to sabotage myself, that that much anymore uh, make myself small trying to please others trying to be the nice girl the good girl and longing for so much recognition i i can see that now and and if i look to myself so into in, this internal conversation the child in me like there are two juliets the juliet that that's like okay oh, smiling and wanting everybody to be happy and the other one like the adult that really wants to give priority to what she wants to do in life. And, and that's that's different. So it's for me, I get triggers all the time, like you said, so life will always be there and, and to surrender to life, it's not easy. Uh, but it's a learning every day for me. And so I like this topic because it got me conscious about, about something which we you didn't mention with this word, like Job said before, but it touches something that it's uh, um, like we always say, like the little child, give a tap on the shoulder and, and she can rest sometimes. And then Juliet, the adult can be there, something like that. Yeah. And I think, well, the, 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 the most difficult thing is to really, really, really believe that you don't need anything from outside. You just mm. need to free yourself in your own movement. And that is so, you know, that is so deep, and 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 it's yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's uh, it's it's a learning process. But I think it's about yeah. that. So so thank you for all the the different uh, yeah. little aspects you added because they make it like they make the mm. image more uh, more complete. So Lorena, hi. Hello everyone, and uh, Bar, Juliet, Job, and also people who is listening to this podcast. Um, for me, I, I love this topic. Thank you, Bart, for bringing it in and explaining it. As same as everyone, it was my first time listening to it, and it was like, okay, let me just process a little bit. And and now what I understood is, so we have different type of movement in life, right? And we always want the control. We want always, you know, to be uh, to be safe. But what happened? Life is not like that, right? We we can we don't know what is gonna happen tomorrow. And and I think, as you said, this is um a journey that we have to. But at the same time, I think we need this kind of movement, this kind of movement to awake, to search for for solutions or to to really put ourselves. Uh, uh, first or to to see how, how is our self-worth I think as you said right it's we need this kind of moment to understand okay what is my value um uh, do I have have um, how are my skills do I have skills to improve or what I'm good at and for me this has been like a, a huge question for so long since I started reconstructed 
the constructive is what what I'm good at. So what I like to do, what are my skills? Because once I, I understand that, I can see, okay, this is what I need to do. This is what I, I have to stop doing. So I can focus more in what I like, what I, I'm better at. And also, I think this self-worth is also related to trust ourselves. That's something new, of course, because we, for our 95% says we have to trust the outside. We have to trust to others to applause, to say, hey, yes, good job. Instead, listen to us and say, hey, I think I'm doing a good job or not. That, as Juliet mentioned, that inner conversation. And... And for me, it's also been a learning to understand, okay, let me just listen what I, what I'm, what's going on inside and stop listening what is outside. Outside, they can say whatever they want to say, but the most important thing, what, what is my conversation inside me, within me? And I think this is a learning process as every, as, as we just mentioned. And we also have to give the chance to make mistakes. As we mentioned, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. When we take decisions, we do our research. We, okay, let's see. We want to make sure we're doing a good job. But at the end, we, we don't know, right, what is going to happen tomorrow. So we have to allow ourselves that leave that percentage that something is going to, we're going to make a mistake or something is going to go wrong and it's okay. Our child is the one who wants to be perfect, who wants to be the best. But the adult will say that, will say, okay, it's okay, let's trust and let's see what happens. Let's yeah. give us the chance to, to make mistakes. So a great yeah, topic. That in, thank, in you. The, it, it, thank you that you that you added that last part because because it's in the mistake, if you really have value, it's really okay to, to, to make mistakes. If I have worth and my mistakes are part of me, you know, they're part of life and then they're just showing me an extra piece, nothing else. Yeah, so it's not yeah. personal and, 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 and well, some people search self-worth and for them in their definition, it's not make, I'm not allowed for mistakes. I do, I have to do it perfect. And if I'm perfect, then I'm worth it. But in a way it's the opposite. It's when you really are. Are, are free for mistakes, you know, for, wow, life, show me more, show me more, you know, like, show me, of course, I don't, the, I'm, I'm, I'm not perfect, who's perfect? I mean, like, you know, in nature, we, we, we have, yeah, if you have like a wood of, of uh, a thousand trees, which tree is the most perfect? I mean, you know, there we, we see immediately that it's crazy, like uh, 25 horses, which horse is the perfect horse? No one, everyone, you know, like it's so easy if we look at nature, but for ourselves, we, we complicate things so much at that level, at that level. And uh, well, it's, I think it's the biggest freedom you can give yourself is, is like to be free in your own mistakes. And it's a way it's free of the, of what we project on the other judging us. Because I don't think most of the people don't judge others for their mistakes. But in my perception, the other will judge me. So it's me who judges my mistakes. And I use the other and some words and some comments of the other to do that. And that is kind of a, well, that is a tricky one. That is a tricky one. And uh, yeah, so uh, that is, a, I think, a good, um, well, a good, a good, I, I think a good lesson is to, to be really active 
And then each time you make a mistake to really, to really, you know, take a deep breath and smile and continue. That's kind of, yeah, you know, that, keep that going. kind of, keep going. And, and it's only your actions that count, not your mistakes. It's your actions. It's your actions. And yeah. And, and then sometimes we need to realize that we wait a lot, you know, that, that there is a lot of resistance because we don't want to make mistakes. And we think that is then living. But in a way, it's that it's con trying to control life, and and well, it, it isn't that. But um, well, enough enough uh, about this. I think it was uh, we, we could go on. I think we could go on for <laughs> quite a long time because the, there is a lot in it. I, I really like it as well. This this topic. Um, so, uh, but we at at the end uh, of this uh, episode. Uh, thanks to all the listeners for listening. And your comments, your reactions are more than welcome to us. Um, and in a month, we uh, we come with our next episode, which is episode 24. See you then and take care until then. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.